you know, my parents were very, very involved um, in sport when I was an athlete and they were, uh, my, my mother ran the youth club that I was involved with. She was the secretary and basically ran the club. Um, my father went on to become a, an international level judge and my mother actually did go on to become a, an international level judge as well. So, you know, it was such a, a fantastic thing knowing that they were there at, at my competitions. Welcome to Swim.Rocks, the show that shares ideas, information and inspiration between swimming people who stay dry. I'm your host, Ben Ramsden, and this week we're talking to Lisa Newman-Morris of Swimming Australia about some exciting IT developments that are underway and will be launched over the coming months. Now, Lisa has a background as an international trampoline gymnast, so I used the opportunity to tap into some of her experience. Well, look, thank you very much indeed for uh, finding the time to join us today. Um, look, I do You're want welcome. to talk to you about some technology issues related to swimming. But um, before we do, um, looking into your background, I see that you started competing as a, as a young girl. Um, by age 15, you were representing your country. Uh, by your late teens, you were world champion. Uh, by the age of 20, you were captain of the national team. You went on to get an education degree. You've been a coach. You've built a successful chain of businesses. You've been a business coach. You've been an author. You're an app developer. You're a parent. You've, you've, done, <laughs> you've done quite a lot so far. Have I missed any, any key points out of that introduction? Uh, that's that's probably the major things. You've done your research. Well done. <laughs> Thank you for that summary. I guess, you know, looking at a looking at a background like that um and um in our last episode you probably aren't aware we were talking to a coach who coaches swimming in in a school so i'm really sort of fascinated and and our audience uh, many of which are parents are very interested in the link between academics and sport um i was wondering whether you could you could from your perspective say what what does sport particularly elite sport teach kids that traditional education doesn't Oh, there's so many things that sport gives kids. Uh, there's, there's such a long list. You know, I think sport teaches kids so many skills that they don't get anywhere else. Obviously, there's the physical skills that they learn as they develop through their sport, but it teaches them social skills. It teaches them how to deal with stress. It teaches them how to overcome challenges. Sport teaches them how to be courageous um, I think it teaches them goal setting, which is it's a, such an important skill in life, whether it's to do with career or finances or relationships or social, um, you know, social goals or it, anything to do with life, really. It's so important to know, you know, how to set goals and how to work towards things. And I think sport does that in such a uh, a great way and it's I don't believe it's really tackled as well in traditional education I, I see you mentioned I'm a mum I've got two boys uh, one who's now finished through the education system and one who's coming to the end and I see so many of these type of skills that I certainly learned through sport that they they 
not getting through the traditional education setting. I think it really sport teaches them how to win and how to lose. You know, I think traditional education just focuses on winning. You know, if you, you everything um, in traditional education is all about getting a good score, getting a good mark, and it's really frowned upon if you don't do well. Um, you know, in fact, my my kids have had detention for not getting good marks, uh, and I. I just I, I really don't like that side of traditional education where I can see that being taught in a much better way through sport because there's wins, there's losses, you've got to shake yourself off. When you lose, you've got to assess how you did and then you've got to go about just focusing on, you know, the next race or the next game and, and refining your skills. And I think uh, the way we have the coach structure and the, the club structure in sport to assist kids through that process it teaches teaches them that skill of you know how to lose and how to be resilient and bounce back so much better than our traditional education system and you know there's so many other things teamwork cooperation I think self-discipline and time management is a really really big thing particularly with elite sports people because they have to organize themselves in order to fulfill the training requirements for their sport, they have to be super organised. They have to make sure they have their homework done. They have to make sure their their time is is highly organised. And I think that's um, that's a real benefit of being involved in sport. It teaches you those skills that you don't tend to get anywhere else. And probably the biggest thing I think sports teaches uh, kids is leadership. And they get so many opportunities to step into that leadership role through sport, whether it's as a team captain or a senior athlete in their club, it really allows them to test their leadership skills and grow their leadership skills as they participate and move higher up the ranks. So you've you've had some really quite unique perspectives on sport. You've been an, an elite participant, you've been a coach, you're a parent, you're now an administrator. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What are the differences that have really surprised you between those different perspectives? Well, I think uh, from the athlete's perspective, I think the experience in sport is all about the athlete's motivation and their, the stage of their journey. For a junior athlete, it's all about the fun and learning skills and being with friends as the athlete moves up the level of um, skill in their sport and, and through their sport they're dealing with competition and, and uh, building their skills and perhaps representing teams and then right up to representing their country and, and maybe taking leadership roles. So it's it's really about what's in it for them and, and their motivation for participating in the sport but that varies throughout their different stages of their journey. Um, as an athlete in that sport, I think for the for the coach, it's it's often all about building their athletes, building better people, and bringing out the best in every athlete. I, I know as a coach, you know that's what really inspired me every day. I just absolutely loved seeing my kids, you know, do things that they never believed that they could do before, and and really bringing out the best in them, not just as athletes, but as little people. You know, it was such a rewarding uh, thing to do as a coach to to bring out the best in in every kid that I worked with. And then for the coach as well, there's 
the administrative side of things, there's the planning, there's competition, um, you know, there's recording times and for swimmers there's stroke counts and, um, you know, then there's scores or team strategy for team sport. So there's there's a lot more sort of strategy involved from the coach's perspective. I think for the parent it's all about what's best for their child and for many parents it's about juggling training times and competition times and they might have multiple kids in their family and so it's you know it's just about doing whatever the child needs really whatever the athlete needs it may involve some travel and you know I've got I've got friends that have many kids involved in sport and they just spend their whole week and and all their weekend dedicated to driving their kids around but you know that's what they do because they want the best for their for their kids obviously and then I think from the administrator point of view it's it, the the involvement in sport really comes from a place of enormous passion you know I know in swimming we have just such amazing passionate dedicated volunteers and most uh, administrators you know certainly involved in the running of the sport are, are volunteers and so that involvement is really coming from a place of just loving being involved in the sport and and often that stems from being a parent or or being a coach or being an athlete and then moving to that next level but still wanting to stay involved in the sport but just taking their passion and you know being able to use it in a different way so yeah it's really different really interesting seeing how different participants um, how their perspective is different within any sport now most of our listeners are parents or officials administrators and then we've got some coaches as well when you were an athlete yourself is there any advice that you wish they or any things you wish they'd realize sooner to make your journey as an athlete um, more comfortable or better or faster or is, is there anything that's taken that you think takes a while for for people of that nature to, to realize about sport from an athlete's perspective uh, oh wow i think as a, I think as an athlete, what I what I would love, what I would have loved my coach to know more about would be um, just to, just allow. I think allowing me for me personally, it was just allowing me to go on the journey at my own pace. I know, um, you know, many coaches are very focused on what they need as a coach and, and there's a lot of pressure on coaches a lot of the time to achieve qualifying times or or qualifying scores or or certain results. But, you know, I think if you can just keep the kids involved and having fun and just loving their sport at the, the level that they are now, of course, challenging them and, and improving their skills is a, a really important factor. But I think, you know, the, the, the number one goal of a coach is to just keep the kids loving the sport so they stay in it. Um, I think for parents, just supporting your kids. You know, my parents were very, very involved um, in sport when I was an athlete. And they were, uh, my, my mother ran the youth club that I was involved with. She was the secretary and basically ran the club. Um, my father went on to become a, an international level judge. And my mother actually did go on to become a, an international level judge as well. So, you know, it was such a, a fantastic thing knowing that they were there at, at my competitions. And, uh, you know, I, I've seen so many 
athletes and I've coached athletes as well where the parents haven't really been terribly involved or shown a lot of interest. And it may just be that they they had other kids they had to run around to to different sports, you know, and I said one of the challenges for parents is they're often juggling so many kids doing so many different things. But I think, you know, for parents just just support the kids and, and make sure that you're you're there just even if it's cheering from the sidelines and um, and supporting their involvement and, and supporting them having fun as well. I think that's another big thing for parents. And I think for administrators or officials, you know, just just make it fun for the kids. I, I think no matter what role you play in sport, it's really just about making sure the kids are enjoying their involvement and, uh, you know, not taking it too seriously, playing by the rules obviously, but um, I think sometimes we can get a little bit too serious or a little bit too focused on strict rules, especially for the youngsters. But there's, you know, I think there's a fine line between ensuring that the game is played in the right manner and and fairly um, and balancing that with ensuring a really great participation experience for the kids. I'm really loving what you're saying there, and uh, I was just reflecting. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a swimming technical official myself, and so I, uh, yes. I go to quite a few of the events that my kids go to, and I think generally they they quite enjoy it. Although uh, there was an event not not too long ago where I ended up disqualifying my daughter, so that had a bit of a <laughs> that was a bit of a different conversation in the car on the way home. That one was. Yeah, so look, I, I know um, my when my father was judging, he he really didn't like judging me. There was whether it was a conflict of interest or, you know, whether he just really didn't want to put himself in that position. But he always he did always struggle when he had to judge me. He much preferred being um, placed on the other judging panel that was judging the male competition. <laughs> and how did you of, how did you feel as an athlete being judged by your father? Oh, it didn't worry me, actually. Um, I think it worried him a lot more than it worried me because I, I knew he was just there to do his job. And, um, and look, I just loved having, you know, both of my parents' support there, knowing that they were at the competition and whenever I needed them, they were there. You know, if I had a, a great success, they were there to celebrate it with me. And if I had a bad day, they were there to support me. So, um, yeah, look, I just loved that they were involved. It was such a... Um, such a lucky thing i was so fortunate to to have that experience and have their support oh very good well thanks for sharing that um if i may i'd like to move on a bit and talk about the uh, the role of digital technology as an enabler in sport now you're an, a mobile app developer yourself and you you, you you know you've got some track record and experience here i mean sport yes. and digital technology they're, they're kind of very different things but they, they can sit together what, what do you see as being the main opportunity there Oh, look, I think digital, digital technology is just the way of the future. It's it's taking over our schools. It's it's the way kids are learning these days. It's the way most of society interact every day. And I think it's not a matter of whether di- digital technology should come into sport. I think it's, uh, it's a necessity and it's just the way that we use it, which uh, will give us the best benefit. But I think technology in general is designed to make life easier so with sport there's so many aspects of sport which can make the competition fairer it can make the administration of the sport easier um, more accurate uh, keeping records recording times um, you know video review that sort of thing it's it's really put a different lens on sport and uh, enabled 
officials and, and administrators to 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 make their job a lot easier in um, in conducting sport. But I think also on on another side of things, technology. It just helps connect people in our social life. That's the purpose of certainly social media technology. You know, it's about connecting people. And I think if uh, if sport can embrace digital technology in um, in a much bigger way, it's a way for sports to just connect people and and to stay relevant to um, society and to stay relevant to the right type of um, participants. And, uh, and just make sure that, you know, we're, we're selling the message of how great sport is to, to all. So perhaps we could get specific about Swimming Australia's plans. Um, I know there's various things going on around websites and social media, and I think Club Lane and My Lane, there's something happening there, and there's a new CRM coming along. Can you explain what, what, what's happening, what's, what's going on? Yeah, you're absolutely right, Ben. So... We've been using Club Lane and My Lane um, for a number of years now, and Swimming Australia is really looking to the future and looking to what we need as a sport to make sure that we we do keep up and we're serving our states and our clubs in the best way possible. And we just want to make sure that the sport has the best tools to serve the needs of swimming. So we've done in the last year or two we've done some real analysis about the current tools that we do use and we've made a decision that we really do need to come up with something that's going to take us into the future so with um, some fantastic support from optus we've been able to start building a new crm system that is actually being designed by swimming for swimming so it's going to be um really specific to what swimming needs and it's going to have all your swimming needs in one place which is going to be a fantastic improvement on the current uh, product that we're using so so we've chosen a provider who has a really great deal of experience in sport and um, they've provided uh, like services to other sports like cricket and tennis and gymnastics and some others and so our new CRM system is going to have a really beautiful, simple, clean look and feel. It's going to be a lot more user-friendly. It's going to have some really great improved efficiencies for clubs to administer um, all of their members. And the day-to-day admin tasks that clubs are going to be required to do or that are required to do are going to be a lot less labour-intensive. So the future is looking really fantastic in this space we're really really excited um, about this new crm system it's still in development we are looking to roll out in around april next year so we're working with states at the moment to prepare their plans and to start preparing some communications i know many states are already talking to their clubs and providing some some simple information just in preparation but we're working very, very hard in the background, and our IT team is doing a um, IT team is doing an absolutely superb job, working incredibly hard, and we're making some really fantastic progress, and it's it's looking really exciting. So, can you can you just give us a, one or two examples of the sort of thing that, that, that this new system might be able to do for us? 
So it's going to um, do all of our membership management in one place. We're going to um, have all um, event management in the in the same location. So we're going to be able to store um, all the results. Um, all the memberships, we're going to have a lot more flexibility around the type of offerings that we're, we're going to have. Uh, it's going to have some fantastic, really easy to use interfaces. What does CRM stand for? So CRM stands for Customer Relationship Management. So it's going to, to basically just assist us with helping our, man, uh, our members and our clubs uh, all in the one tool. Very good, very good. So April 2019 is when you're planning to roll out, so that's quite a few months away yet. Um, so do, do clubs need to do anything to prepare or do they just sort of watch this space basically? They need to be led by their state. So the states should be communicating with clubs around what they need to do. Um, at the moment, Basically, just just follow instructions of of um, of your state. States should be communicating with you as a club Very around good. what needs to be done at this point. Very good. So that is a massive, massive project, uh, and it's great that uh, Optus is supporting that. Uh, are there any other things going on that um, we should be aware of? Yes. Yeah, so along the same lines as our new CRM system, we're looking to. Uh, new club websites as well. So because we're moving away uh, from the old provider, the club websites were done on the, uh, from the same provider as the club lane system. So we have uh, a new club website project as well, which is moving along quite nicely. We're well into um, the club website project with nearly 240 of our clubs so far transitioned onto the new club websites. So these are beautiful new club websites. We're looking to a whole of sport approach where we have unity in look and feel across the whole sport because we really believe together we are stronger and it just makes for a lot stronger message out to the public when we have really beautiful um, similar look and feel to, to all our websites and across club websites, state websites and our national websites. So you'll notice as the new webs, new club websites transition and the new state websites transition that there's going to be a really consistent look, of feel, look and feel across all of those platforms. And the new club websites are going to have a, a lot better tools to assist states and clubs. It's going to allow clubs to load a lot of local content and also we're going to be able to keep the, the websites up updated with state and national content as well, which will keep the websites really relevant and, um, and provide some really fantastic updates without too much te technological skills required by club administrators, which is, which is terrific. Oh, that sounds wonderful. So you say that that program is, is well down the track. There's quite a few clubs that have been migrated already. I think you said 240. That's um, right. Do, is there a waiting list? How do people know that they're sort of next in line or, or what they need to do? Uh, the, no, absolutely, there's no waiting list at all. Once again, states will have communicated to clubs around um, requesting a new website. The websites are free for clubs. So we do know that there are a number of clubs who have their own website and who are paying quite a bit of money to have those websites hosted. Your brand new Swimming Australia website is completely free. All you need to do is to get in touch with your state 
and provide a club administrator name and contact email to your state. And Swimming Australia will do all the setup for you. We'll set the template up, um, populate all the main items on the template for you. And then we provide the club administrator with access to be able to load all their local content. And then once that's ready to go, we turn the website on live and away you go. So it's very simple, very easy to use. We have a best practice guide to assist in the local design and loading the local content. And there's plenty of support available um, from the Interact website, which is the company that's doing the websites for us. Fantastic. Well, you guys are very busy uh, rolling out the future. Dare I ask, is there any more that's uh, in the pipeline? We do have some other projects in the pipeline. Uh, we're working on it, those at the moment. We don't have any specific details to share. But watch this space. We're doing some really terrific things at Swimming Australia and we're really looking forward to supporting states and, and uh, supporting our clubs in um, really lifting this sport to the next level. Very good, very good. Are you ready then? Fingers on your buzzers. We've got uh, five questions for uh, for your answer now, just to finish off, if, if that's all right. Sure. <laughs> Hit me with it. What's been the most useful piece of advice or equipment that you've had during your swimming, sorry, sorry your sporting career? Uh, just do your best. I think that would have to be the, the best best advice. Just Just do your best and you can't go wrong. If you were to officiate at a New South Wales state meet, which I'm sure you wouldn't, the Lucky Door Prize is a box of chocolates or a bottle of wine. Are you wine or chocolates? Oh, that's a tough one. I'll go wine. What sort? Red. What sort? A nice Shiraz. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> what, if anything, would you do differently if you had your sporting career all over again? Oh, you know, I've thought about this a lot. I I wish I could go back again and do it again with all the sports science that we know now, all the physical preparation and injury prevention and out of, um, you know, additional training that we that we know about now. We, we didn't have any of that when I was an athlete. And so I, I wish I could go back and do it all again and, and probably work a bit harder as well. So is it too late for a comeback then? Oh, much too late. But <laughs> I can watch from the sidelines and cheer on today's athletes, and I still love doing that. Now, this might be a very unfair question for you. What's your 50 metres freestyle PB time? Oh, goodness, I wouldn't have any clue. <laughs> I've, I've been a swimmer, but I, um, just, I, haven't, I haven't, um, haven't tied myself doing 50 metres for quite some time. And what's been your most exciting sporting moment? Oh, definitely the World Championship. That was an absolutely amazing, amazing thing. I couldn't believe it when I achieved that. Um, but coming in a very close second would be uh, completing the Ironman triathlon, which was another amazing experience. Lisa Newman-Morris, thank you very much indeed for your time. Thanks so much, Ben. Have a great day. Well, how good was that? I thought we'd be just having a conversation about IT and we were able to go far broader than that. So, Lisa, thanks very much indeed for your time. Much appreciated. 
And if you're interested in those new free club websites available from Swimming Australia and you just want to get a feel for what they're about, um, I'll put in the show notes uh, links to three sites that are already up there and look quite good. There's Karingai Swimming Club, there's Loriton Swimming Club and Metro West Vic in Victoria. Um, but as I say, I'll put links to those in the show notes so you can take a look. Well, that's just about it for this week. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks also for all the likes on our Facebook page, which is swim.rocks. And until we meet next time, do please stay dry. Mm-hmm.